Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Echo's annual feature, Summer Soap. Now in its sixth year, Summer Soap is a daily fictional serial which runs over 12 episodes, and the stories are written by students on the MA in Creative Writing program at UCC. Called Annie May and the Hit Brigade, this story was written and is read by Mahito Indy Henderson, and it follows the journey of a young woman who travels from the USA to Cork. Will she make friends here and get a job? Will she fall in love? Will she like Cork? And will Cork like her? All will be revealed. Annie May and the Hit Brigade by Mahito Indy Henderson Chapter 11, Episode 11 There's panic at the station. DJ Nepotism, on his first real day of work, hasn't shown up. I mean, the kid's incredible, says Mr. O'Connor. There has to be a good reason he didn't come in. I just got a hold of him, Mr. O'Connor, says Linda. Hospital. Oh God, what's happened? Had to get his stomach pumped. An allergic reaction. What? An allergic reaction. You know, it's like when you get sick from... I know what an allergic reaction is, Linda. I'm asking what he's allergic to. The hospital said it was some meat. Apparently he can't handle pork. Hamon. Annie May stands stock still, her mind whirring away. She focuses on her cuticles. Linda turns to her. Hey, what was it that you gave him the other... Annie May raises her eyebrows and slides her fingers in front of her throat. Linda nods. Nuff said. I can't believe this. You'll have to fill in, Annie May, says Mr. O'Connor. Can you handle that? Of course. Is this luck or fate? Did she subconsciously know the ham was off? Poor Eugene, she says. It's her first full program, complete with ad breaks and silky smooth transitions. She's nailing it, really putting her degree to use, until the callers. Good morning, caller. You're on air. Go ahead. The caller says he runs a dairy farm. He's complaining about the quality of the radio reception. Says the static bothers the heifers. Have you tried using earbuds? Asks Annie May. From the doorway, Linda shakes her head. Annie May realizes this is a stupid question. Ten minutes later, she has learned about his family, who he knows at the station, and the recent difficult birth of a calf in excruciating detail. By the end of the conversation, Mr. O'Connor is standing next to Linda with his arms crossed, frowning. She'd lost track of time. During a break, Linda enters the booth. A little advice, she says. Be careful not to get caught up in cattle prattle. Cattle prattle? Well, some of us like to talk a bit, if you haven't noticed. It's true. Even at the Spaniard's house, Minnie didn't let a moment of silence go without a joke, anecdote, or carefully timed bon mot. When she'd gone to the bathroom, the awkward American silence seeped in like a gas leak. Your shoes, she remembered saying to one of them. Adidas? When the Spanish boy nodded, she'd contributed the titillating follow-up. That's neat. I think I had a pair once. Nowhere to go with that one. After work, she calls her old roommate from back home. Stella's complaining about the hail in Chicago. They're the size of frickin' golf balls, she says. Crack the hell out of my windshield. Looks like spider webs. Stella asks if she'll be back home anytime soon. That's a good question, says Annie Mae. It's not an easy thing to answer. There's a part of you that wants to go home. 
that finds it comforting to have a home to return to. It means you can live abroad, but always have an out. But Annie Mae has been asking herself what she would be going back for. Rent, utilities, a job search from scratch, W-2s, 1099s, health insurance. And if she could ever afford a car, car insurance, a phone plan, free upgrades that aren't really free, groceries, expensive but healthy or cheap and toxic. It's the same everywhere. She feels all right in Cork. Not great, but all right. And that goes a long way. It's what makes these aggravating bills worth paying, what makes her return to the station. She feels all right because she can explore, and she finds comfort in exploration. Different brand names and regional foods always make her smile. Rocket, for example, is called arugula back home. She has discovered drachine, too, but hasn't worked up the courage to eat it. It's the little things that make setbacks at work, social mishaps, and family arguments manageable. She tells Stella that she'll be back home one day. And for now, that's enough. Find out more about Annie's new life in Cork in the next episode of Annie May and the Hit Brigade on echolive.ie tomorrow. This episode was read by its author, Mahito Indy Henderson. Thanks to the production team, Owen O'Sullivan, Steve Neville and Caitlin Griffin. Remember, you can keep up with the latest stories in Cork today by signing up to our daily newsletter on echolive.ie. On Formative, middle school kids from New York City public schools interview a phenomenal collection of grown-ups. Me, like, I don't know what I want to do. You don't have to have all the answers. I feel like a lot of people's favorite topics are, like, interest in their life. That is a really good answer. The podcast where the leaders of today are interviewed by leaders of tomorrow. Listen now at newyorkedge.org slash formative or wherever you get your podcasts.